Press the button, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> What is up, sugar bushes? How are you today? Like you can talk back to us. Um, welcome to a, another episode of Snacks Packs. Um, they can talk back. Yeah, they, they can. can send t- us that's, mail. that's true. You can send us I mail. Ch- check. Um, look at that fucking video, dude. Fucking, it's been posted for an hour. It only has 191 views on Instagram. Though. Oh, oh, wait, what is yeah, it? What's on Instagram? What's on Instagram? That. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I was checking the mail, oh, but okay. I don't know what that yeah, video no, is. Yeah, no, this this one on TikTok is not doing well. TikTok hates me right now, bro. Anywhoozle, uh, welcome back to another episode of our seasons uh, of Catastrophes and Disasters. Um, we Disastrophes. Dad-zastrophes. It's Disastrophes. all about dads <laughs> fucking up and doing <laughs> dumb shit. Um, so, uh, I had a pretty fucking oh, yeah. balls-to-the-wall weekend uh this weekend it was quite the time so i start my i start my journey off by waking up at the butt crack of dawn which was really like probably 7 a.m for you right yeah yeah and so we got to go pick up because so the original plan austin was like yeah i'm gonna rent you guys a car in kansas city and from kansas city you'll drive to st louis and i was like when in the entirety of us doing this, if I ever left my car in Kansas City, my brand new car in Kansas City, yeah, Kansas City. absolutely not. So, um, I you mean the city we were just talking about, there's number two, in yeah, cars. yeah, <laughs> that one. So, I was like, no way, I'm not doing that. So, we decided to pick it up from Lawrence and I drive to Kansas City, pick Casey up, and drive to St. Louis. So, I get to the rental car place. One, Austin does not tell me where which rental car place, so I just assume it's the rental car place we dropped one off last time we got a car. So, I show up and I'm like, hey. Uh, I have an appointment for this, and this car is scheduled to be picked up. And he was like, we have no appointments right now, like none of my system. And I was like, okay. So I call Austin. I'm like, where'd you rent this car? He's like, Enterprise, on the other side of town. I'm like, great, awesome, cool, fun, fine, groovy. So I get Always my, love that. So I have Soup drive me to Enterprise. There's like a million people. I at, they pick you up? Do what? Enterprise? No. They'll pick you up? Is do that they? them? I don't know. Will they? Don't they say that? Yeah, I, I can. I remember a slogan now where it's like, "We'll pick you up." Yeah, totally. Oh, was. Is it them? Shit. Okay, it's free. Well, so I get there. There's a million people in there, and I'm like, "All right, cool." You know, I'll wait. So I waited, got to the front, and I was like, "Hey, I have a reservation under this name for this car." And he, you know, does a little clack, 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 clack. Yep. Oh yeah, we don't have that. And I'm like, "Are you sure?" What do you mean, dog? He was like, "Yeah, NASCAR took all my cargo vehicles." Like what the fuck did you just say to me? Like, are you lying to me? And that's not how this works. Yeah, like, like I reserve I the, reserve the car. It was like, yeah, you we should, should give it away. Though. Yeah, we you should have it. So apparently, you can book the car online, but they're still just going to give it to somebody else. Um, wow. Yeah. So I'm glad uh, that even though we called out the enterprise slogan, this yeah, was not an ad. Yeah, for it. absolutely not. Do not endorse that. So oh, shit. I call Austin and I'm like, yeah, there's a bunch of malarkey going on. So I go back. NASCAR is yeah. attacking. Yeah, us. yeah. <laughs> and we're being taken by NASCAR. Um, so I go back to Hertz and I'm like, hey man, I need a car. And he was like, oh, welcome back. And I was like, thanks. I wish I would have just stayed here. Um, so I get this fucking giant SUV, this giant Ford Explorer. Like this thing was like 
an apartment. Like I was like, <laughs> I was like, fuck, bro. Like driving this thing is gonna suck. It's a pretty smooth drive. But anyways, so we get we pick everybody up. We're on our way. We're late as shit to Louisville because all of this whole fiasco. And uh, we get to Louisville, and ticket count is abysmal. There's like that's probably the lowest numbers we've ever done. Oh shit! And we've been spoiled. Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah, so Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. You guys don't have the reach in, in um, Kentucky. Well, the first couple shows we did there were great. Oh, yeah, they did the phenomenal. Out. They're all uh, sad. Yeah, I guess They're so. Dude. Sad. So we. Uh, um, you should be proud of yourselves. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we you won. Oh, yeah. Um, so we like the ticket count wasn't great, and we were like, "All right, you know." Was it still triple digits. Tell me that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. I mean, um, party, yeah. So exactly. Exactly. So we were like, "All right, we've just been spoiled these past couple months because shows have just been banging every time." So uh, show starts, cool, fun. Everyone's having a good time. We're partying. We're vibing. We're thriving. We're surviving. And then I'm walking. On the stage, and some girl comes up to me and is like, hey, there's somebody passed out on the dance floor. And I was like, okay. So I go down there. Is that your job? It's you part of it. Are you in the venue? Well, so if, if someone tells us, we stop the yeah, show and make yeah. sure they're fine and security gets You don't just Travis Scott stomp no, all over. No, 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 absolutely not. So... Everybody stop their feet. Yeah, yeah. So we, uh, I go over there. There's a bunch of people crowding around. I'm like, all right, move. So I go and look at him. And... He's got blood coming out of his mouth. And really I was like, bad. yeah, I was like, so I don't think he passed. I was like, he didn't pass out. Someone fucking hit this dude, which I have a video. I'll show you. Um, yeah. So um, I get up and the production manager is coming up to me and I'm like, hey, go call an ambulance. This guy's hurt. Like he needs help. Uh, I go up to the lighting guy and I'm like, hey, where's Mark? Which is their head of security, who is a fucking phenomenal person. Cool. Super big shout out to Mark. Great guy. Big shouts uh, to Mark. Yeah, big shouts to Mark. So um, I asked the lighting guy, I'm like, hey, where's Mark at? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I think I watched him go outside. And I was like, okay, well, let's go check that out. So I get outside and Mark is on the sidewalk and he's got this shirtless guy sitting on the ground. The guy is sitting on the ground, and Mark's got him in, like, a chokehold. Isn't choking him out, but just keep yeah. him there. And another security guard has this dude's, like, arm. Oh, my and God. And so I'm, like, standing around. Like, and I'm, like, up, Mark? Yeah. I, yeah I, what's going <laughs> on, bro? Busy? Yeah. So I'm standing around. I'm, like, this is probably the guy that hit that other guy. <laughs> I'm planning to put this together. Yeah. Well, because Mark told me after it was all said and done, he was, like, yeah. He was, like, um, I was standing there, and I watched this girl in this guy dragged this like aggro shirtless dude out and so i started Shout going to, to it. them yeah he was like i started going to and because like it was his girlfriend and his friend and while uh, well, okay he was like i went to go investigate that and he was like as i was investigating that someone was like hey there's a guy passed out on the dance floor and he was like my instincts are to go help that person so i turned and then it clicked i put two and two together guys on the floor because guys just hit him so he goes outside and stops the dude, and the dude squares up with him, and Mark takes him down immediately. <laughs> um, so, uh, anyways, we're standing there. This guy was on the ground, and he starts to, like, struggle, and he, like, his arm that's closest to me is free, and it looks like he's going to reach into his pocket. So I grabbed his arm yeah. and fucking pinned it behind him, and so me, Mark, and the Three other, people on yeah, this guy. Yeah, yeah. Very aggro. Yeah, yeah, very aggro. Is he a big guy? Um, uh, he wasn't. He was huge. Yeah, he was, he was giant. He was giant. Giant. Yeah, um, he's so, a football player. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and like, granted, Mark could have kept this guy on the ground with just him, but we had his arms to make sure he wasn't going to try to swing at him or anything like that. Uh, but uh, so we call the cops four times, um, and it takes them thirty-five minutes to get there. Oh and, wait, which one's the applause one? Uh, wait, no, no, no. Yes, yeah. th- uh, this is to our boys yeah. in blue. Boys in blue, baby. Keeping us safe. <laughs> 
Oh, oh another man. dub for yeah. the police. So, uh, so the police finally show up, and it turns out, apparently, so we had this guy on the ground. His fucking girlfriend is just crying, freaking out. And this, and it was funny because five minutes, I, of this shit. dude. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, I have a show. Yeah, I'm literally supposed to be on stage right now. Like, um, so why was there no one else? Uh, okay. I don't know. Right. Um, <laughs> I, I think it was just me being like uh, used to being a bouncer and like just jumping yeah. in and being proactive. And then I'm like in the situation now. I'm like, oh, I'm stuck here now. Yeah. So um, you're like, actually, I'm gonna let go of this guy's mm-hmm. arm. You guys got this. Um, Mark was telling me he was I'm like, just rock him in the face. Yeah, Mark was telling me he was like, when I initially got the guy down, um, one of my other bouncers, a dude named as Bear, he's a fucking huge, uh, was like, there's never been a small bear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, was like, yeah, those are called otters or twinks. Um, so uh, he was like, yeah, when I first got him down, Bear was like sitting there just like saying like, Mark, give me the word, give me the word, and I'll kick him in the face. And, he, and Mark was like, no, you can't do that. Um, so it was funny when I was holding him, he looked over at me and granted, I only had this guy's arm. I'm not the main force keeping him yeah. down. Guy looks over to me and he's like, "Are you the Mohawk guy from on stage?" And I was like, "Yeah, I am." <laughs> and uh, he was like, "Man, these people are lucky you got a hold of me, or I swear to God, I'd get up here and beat everyone's ass." And I was like, "Shut up, <laughs> shut your fucking mouth, bro." Um, he's like, "Love the show, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> great show, dude. Good night." <laughs> um, so we, uh, uh, cause finally show up, dude. And it turns out what had happened was the guy that shirtless dude hit was being just like super creepy to girls, which I support. I support him okay. getting hit. Um, you know what? I don't want to say that. I don't want to support him getting it. Let me, let me talk. Vigilante. Yeah. Vigilante justice. So he was being really creepy to girls being saying weird shit. And like, uh, just, I guess he said something to this guy's girlfriend or did something. And that's when he got hit. But like, it wasn't like say something creepy to girlfriend guy immediately turns around and hit him. They like talked for a minute before they, he hit him. Um, yeah, so do I, (laughs) but, um, so I agree. How do you convince someone to punch you in the face? Dude, I don't you know. know. <laughs> I don't know. I agree that creeps need their fucking ass kicked, but we are, you know, you can't it's do a that. Really weird, yeah, ambiguous. Yeah, situation. it is. It is. Yeah. And like we're in, a, we're at a venue. Like if you have issues with somebody, get Call venue staff. Yeah. yeah, get venue staff. They'll we will take care of it. Out, Fuck yeah, we will. Absolutely. I will. I will personally kick a You're creepy like, hold person on, I gotta out. Pause the show. Kick this. Yeah, guy kick out. this fucking dude out. And so you know, now they're both banned from coming to our shows. Um, but hold on here. I, I can't, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to turn. You're pulling how, this phone up like a boomer right now. I well, just, I, I just feel like you really been dude, struggling. Yeah. I, oh, here we go. Here we go. Using both fingers. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, shit. Oh, oh God. Look. He's got the pointer involved. There we go. It's these two dudes oh, okay, right, right here. Yep. They're hanging out. It's yep. a busy party. Oh, Dude, one yeah, punch. Just keep, uh, keep oh, yeah. Yeah. Hit him on the ground. Hits him when he's on the ground, passed out, and then takes his shirt off like he's going to work over this fucking super unconscious guy. Jesus. Man, that really killed the vibe. Yeah. It was really yeah. interesting to see the uh, Everyone's whole reaction room around stop it. at yeah. once. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna take my. What is he gonna take his pants off? Yeah, take, he's like take his shirt off to like fight this dude who's unconscious. You got him, bro. Yeah, he's done. He's Glass he, Yeah, off. yeah. Honestly, dude, that's a pretty good fucking punch, it, it though, man. Punch. He blasted him in the fucking it's face. A good punch. Um, not that he should do it. Yeah, not that he is warranted to do as that. My dad said, "If you're gonna do something, you gotta do it right." Yes, sir. And he, damn, I'm like playing this in he like slow motion. Everything. I just had ADHD, bro. Yeah, like, same. Leave me alone. Well, hold on. Look at this. Watch. 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 Okay. Watch. okay. Where is it? It's half flight. Oh, wow. Yeah, he fucking, yeah, he nailed this dude. 
Um, and he didn't broadcast yeah. it. Wow. It, which is, I mean, on, like, no telegraphing, no nothing. Yeah. No, like, yeah. And yeah. so, and what was funny is because, like, this dude apparently, and I remember Jesus. seeing this guy, had that been... snapped his head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, hat, I could have fucking... hat went, like, four feet yeah. in the air. And yeah. also him hitting the ground, his, that shit could have killed him. And then he punched him on the ground. Yeah, I hate punch, that. That's stupid. He, that. He's out fucking... And, and, like, that's, like, the difference between a fight and you're going to prison. Yeah, and like, you charges. Kill somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, because um, apparently this dude was just being creepy to girls on night, and like it, there was a time where Casey actually went up to a couple of girls, who were like, "Hey, this guy's like standing close to us and being weird." And when Casey kind of saw this happening and went up to like see what was going on, the dude took off, so Casey couldn't find him. Ew! And uh, he was like, Casey was like, "All right, well, if you see him again, oh, bless you. big sneezes." Yeah, he cheap. was like, "If you see him again, come get us. We'll kick him out." And then he got his ass beat. So, that was Friday. That was Friday. Wow. So, we have a show in Cincinnati the next day, and we get in the car, or we go to the hotel, or Airbnb, which is cool, had a secret room. I don't know if you saw that. You did. did it? Okay, yeah. yeah. I uh, did not realize yeah. it was your Airbnb. Yeah, that was the Airbnb. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah, dude. And so, it had the secret room, and then, long story short, we have a show at Cincinnati that night. The show goes super cool. We got four of some hell goodbye. Super great person. Super great individual. Um, and then, the gal who created... Uh, um, when we were hungry fest. I'm blanking on her name. Sorry, but you're great as well. But so we have this show, Cincinnati. Cincinnati has a giant stage. It's it's so high up off the ground. Like when I jump off of it, I'm like, oh, my ankles. Um, oh. And so we have a barricade for that show as well because Cincinnati always pops off. And there is a staircase that leads up to the stage. And we're only allowed to have like 30 people on stage at one time there, what have you. So I'm like walking towards the end of the stage and I see like three staff employees on the ground with somebody and I was like oh fuck what's going on not here again yeah dude and so I'm like and she's like not moving she's oh, like not moving and oh. I was like oh fuck so I asked someone what happened and apparently she was walking up the steps and was super intoxicated oh, and I'm fell stunned. yeah fell, fell off yeah, yeah, no yeah. way fell steps off steps intoxicated yeah. fell like putting it together yeah fell off the side of the stairs that don't have a railing and Oof, hit her head on the stage write that one yeah down. yeah <laughs> so um, a safety moment for next week's meeting uh, 100% <laughs> yeah so uh it was you know i we stopped the show Fucking, I was like, and we have a guy, this dude Keegan, who comes and hangs out with us for, uh, before we do shows. He helps us set up and everything, but he's like an ICU nurse. I don't know his official title, but he is a medical professional. And so I called him over to go help the staff look at her, and I like, I talked to the staff. I was like, you guys already called 911, right? They were like, yeah, we're right, cool. So we stopped the show. Then I have like fucking six people coming up to me. Hey, I'm a nurse for this. Let me blah 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 blah. No and I'm like, it like I love I, a lot of I love the sentiment. <laughs> yeah, right. I love the sentiment, but like it's like I can't have like nine people trying to handled. assist. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I appreciate you know everything you guys try to do and that you currently do. But uh, so I have to back everyone from the state or back everyone off the barricade away from the girl and everyone who's trying to help her and then i have to part the crowd so ems can come this is like a 45 minute oh, ordeal i was like jesus uh, yeah because uh, ems took a hot minute to get there too um part the crowd <laughs> yeah applause button? Part, <laughs> part the crowd so they have like a you know a way to come in basically it was me controlling this entire situation like just fucking like taking control of everything austin about how to fucking a full blown panic attack because he thought we killed somebody. Oh my um, god! So um, we party too yeah, hard, yeah. man. <laughs> so afterwards, um, afterwards the 
production manager was like, "All right, nobody, nobody on stage anymore." Which I get it. You know, it sucks, but Good it has to, you, a perfect idea. Good idea. The only thing that sucked about it was that now it's just us on stage, and it was three hours of just nonstop moving, just like constant jumping around and like oh and getting God. the crowd hyped up. And I like you didn't have enough hype surrounding. Yeah, you. exactly. Yeah, because we we rely on the people on stage to <laughs> keep the party You're like, going. Oh fuck! Yeah. I got a lot of stage yeah, presence dude, today. Yes, sir. And I, dude, I was exhausted after that. And like, uh, luckily. <laughs> Luckily, uh, the girl that hit her head, she was just intoxicated and had a concussion. She went to the hospital, and the venue texted us, letting know that she was discharged and like cool. discharged and like with her husband and fine, which is great. Fuck yeah, dude! Sweet, yeah. Just uh, uh you know, it's a it happens. That we happens. all fall sometimes. Party yeah, party too hard. hundred percent. Although I'm just saying, it happens a lot less. You smoke a bunch of weed. That's also I'm true. Just saying, that's also weed, true. Alcohol makes you real and busy. Then the last part was. We're driving home yeah, we that night to Kansas. I know. That's only like 15 minutes. We'll be all right. So we're driving home to Kansas, and we come up on these back roads, and there's a possum sitting in the road, like sitting on his hind legs. And he's got blood coming out of his nose. And we're like, fuck, man. Someone hit him and like just took off, but he's not dead. And so we drive around and like go a little bit. So and I'm like, for. yeah, I'm like, I'm like, all right, dude, like I'm going to go try to get him out of the road, like just like scoot him to the edge. And I get out there, and I'm standing there, and, like, the only thing that, the only light I have is, like, the red taillights from our car. I love and this imagery. Yeah, dude, yeah. Ah! Yeah, so, yeah, so I'm, like, standing there, and, like, and the air gets real still, but it's still real cold. And we're, like, he, like, turns and looks at me, the possum does, and, like, you, I can hear him breathing, because, like. It sounds labored. It, it's, like, gurgly, because, uh. yeah, and I was, like, I fucking almost cried, dude. I was, like, come on, man, like, you, like. I had this very like spiritual moment with this yeah, possum yeah. in the middle of this like, back road like in Frank Kentucky. Frank and that rabbit, yeah, in the yeah, woods. dude, yes, yes. Um, I think we're having a moment. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's what it was. And so I kind of like, um, just kind of like, I didn't scoot him with my foot, but I would get close to him so we'd kind of like walk a different direction. And I got him somewhat off the road, but there was a car coming, and I was like, "Fuck, I can't be in the middle of this two-way road." Yeah. Like, so I had to sprint back. But yeah, it was a. It That's was sad. a spiritual moment between That's me sad. and his possible. Do you think he sad. lived? I ho- I would like to think yeah, so. Yeah, absolutely. He went home and he was like, I was taken care of yeah. by a human while I was temporarily yeah. stunned and I'm totally fine Temporarily now. to say so it was to take a little sleepy poo. No. No? No. Still got the... The snap caps. Snap caps yeah. in it, yeah. Um, so, okay, is it me that goes first this it week? It is. Okay, let me turn my computer back on. Turn my computer back on. So I'm going to be talking about the Zoot Suit Riots. Um... If you've been watching oh, or listening yeah. to me for a while, I uh, I did this on my YouTube channel, but I like the story so much. We're gonna do it here because it's super interesting, a super interesting, fun time. It's gonna be. What's yeah, your it might be a little long. Handle? Uh, just Snaxton. I should probably change it to Snaxton official, so it's like the same on everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you change your YouTube name? I don't know. To be honest, oh, okay. I'm not a hundred percent on that, but I will. I'll pull that up. Yeah, pull, Jamie, pull that up. Um, so uh, the we're starting this fucking zoot suit riots. Um, now the Mexican Revolution in 1910 to I put 1920, but I yeah, before we did it looked up. It's like 1917. Oh, you can change it's it. Super okay. easy. Cool, cool. The Mexican Revolution causes a bunch of Mexican families to immigrate to LA. Um, and, and at the time, L.A. has the largest concentration of Mexican-Americans living in the U.S. Interesting. So that, yeah, so that brings us to east side L.A., Boyle Heights, and Lincoln Heights. Uh, decades of, you know, these, these Mexican-Americans or these Mexican immigrants, they're facing super bad discrimination. Like, a lot of them couldn't work. When in, was this? This was... Uh, um, yeah, you said... 
the revolution. Yeah, so it's Early. like 1930-ish-ish. Um, 1940, I'm sorry, 1940, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. Not a good time uh, to not be white. Yeah, I'm America. also like, this is kind of like before we get to like the point oh, of our yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. So, um, decades of discrimination, you know, they couldn't work in many businesses. If like there was a white dude walking towards them on the sidewalk or a white person, they had to step off the sidewalk and let, the, let, let, it, let them pass them, which is bullshit. So, by 1940... The Mexican-American population is over 250,000. Uh, 250,000. And a lot of them are teenagers who grew up in L.A. This is their hometown. They were born in America. L.A.'s their home. Like, they are Americans. Right on. Um, which, you know, that shouldn't matter, but just to show you how racist It'll come these up. fucking yeah. people were. Um, so, during this time, we look at... There's a, there's a growing subculture of Pachucas and uh, Pachucos and Pachucas. Um... This is like a, a, it's a subculture. There's this weird, there's a big culture gap between these Mexican American teenagers and their parents. Um, you know, they're not putting up with this discrimination. They're like, "Fuck this!" Like, we're Americans. We are, you know, yeah. we belong here. This is our home. We're not going to be fucking not playing the game. Disimic- di- uh, discriminated, discriminated against. Or yeah. as the uh, fame poet Quavo once referred to, <laughs> discriminized. Discriminized. There you go. Yeah. So. Um, Big cultural gap. They're fucking sick of it. They're not dealing with it. Um, this also, you know, centers around the subculture of Pachucos and Pachucas. Um, and it's in the name, but another big part of the story are zoot suits. Um, and if you don't know what zoot suits are, they're a trend popularized in 1930 by Harlem, the Harlem jazz dance hall scene. Uh, they were predominantly worn by uh, black teenagers. They had They were super, like, over-the-top, extravagant, flamboyant. They had these bright color fabrics, these knee-length, like, suit coats, excessively wide shoulders. Like, it looked like a cartoon character. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, yeah I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and uh, they ballooned down at the knee and then were tapered super tight around the ankle. Like, like what all the cool people look like in that Fantasia cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, they would be tapered around the ankle. Like, it would be so tight around the ankle, some people would have to, like, lubricate their foot to get it through. Oh. Yeah. God, mm-hmm. what you, what's a clothing so, foot? Lube? I don't know, but they, they were asked. That they were very before. they were very functional though for the music and the dance crazes at the time. Because um, you got to really just flail those yeah. arms everywhere. Uh, they were um, you would have to have them specially tailored to you, obviously, or you could take a large suit and have it tailored into a zoot suit. Um, like I said, they were extravagant. They were very flashy, flamboyant. It was kind of a way for these kids to be like you know look at me i'm not going anywhere this is who i am i'm here you're not going to be able to ignore me now um so you know basically Do you relate to that at obviously all? oh obviously, yeah yeah, obviously, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so very loud proud and attention uh, directing so um they it was a way for the use to be like fuck you guys you were we're talking here. shit on your tiktok he's got a 270 case oh right well there. that well that one's because i've posted like four within the past couple of days but i've archived them so because uh, uh, okay. they were abysmal yeah, this um, one is 200. Yeah. And I, it, I, I, archive yeah, it. Archive it, yeah. <laughs> so they were considered a luxury item, though, because of the material. And, uh, you know, luxury at the time uh, wasn't associated with the Mexican-American community because fucking white people suck, obviously. Um, it was... They're kind of their powerful form of expression. Um, so this was... Zoot suits were popular with these pachucas and pachucos, uh, Pachuca's usually wore like 
tight sweaters, uh, sh- short skirts that flare out, fishnets, high hairdos, heavy the men makeup. Wore these things? No, this oh, is damn. this is Pachuca's. Oh. That's Pachuco's. Oh, okay. Uh, but, but women did wear zoot suits though. That's they did. Cool. They did. Um, the guys didn't wear fishnets. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, not. Yeah, grow up. Fucking. Pussy. Uh, they had a. Uh, um, they had like those high hairdos of the time because they would they would hide razor blades and weapons in them and shit like oh, that. Oh damn. Um, and, I got guns you could put in. Dude, your head. yeah, honestly, <laughs> honestly, and like I said, some pachucas would wear zoot suits to kind of combat gender norms. Um, so white people saw zoot suits as unpatriotic. And this was due to the U.S. being in World War II and resources being rationed. So they were like, you know, um, rationing resources were obviously heavily regulated at this time. And uh, they started putting zoot suiters in their crosshairs because they're like, these are the materials needed to make these suits is you're stealing from, you're basically taking that away from our good old white people. And yeah, it was, yeah, it was a way for them to target. Yeah. Yeah. It was a way for them to further demonize redlining. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. Um, further demonize an already marginalized community. They're literally in the back room, their fingers batting together Mm -hmm. and they're like, how can we take away from black people? Yep. Jesus Um, Christ. (laughs) So, um, all basically just big excuses for being racist. I think even at the time, uh, Disney came out with a cartoon, for patriotism, where Donald Duck beats up somebody in a zoot suit. Ooh. Like, I think you might be able to look that up like that. It's like right, a real right. thing. Donald Duck beats up zoot suit. Um, so, at the time here in L.A. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Let me see. Wait, actually, he is... No, yeah, he's punching somebody yeah. in a zoot suit. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The racism runs deep. Um, so at the time, there was a lot of... Uh, I mean, lot, Disney was yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of tension in LA, LA going between uh, between racial groups. Japanese Americans are being taken from their homes, put in, like, internment camps and shit like that. Um, their land, their property, their homes, possessions are being stripped away. And once they got out of those internment camps, they didn't have shit... At, they just took everything from them. Um, so there was a naval school for the Naval School Armory... It gets built in Chavez Ravine, and this is right in the heart of the Mexican American neighborhoods. Like to build this, they like oh. they cleared out people from their homes, sure, yeah, of course. They're and like, where can we put this? Yeah, I don't see anybody living there. Yeah, where can we? Uh, and it's also where can we put these white kids who are probably racist because that's the I time. Mean, simply, yeah, <laughs> in the heart of. Mexican-American neighborhoods. Yeah, the dumbest shit ever. But it was just them. They could just steal from people. I mean, they couldn't move white people out of their homes. Of course not. Of course not. They would never. Uh So they clear out these homes due to imminent domain. Um, So as the school gets built and sailors start attending this armory school or whatever, sailors have to cut through these Mexican-American neighborhoods to go downtown as well as to get home. What after a wonderful been, opportunity yeah, for cultural exchange. Yeah, after they've been drinking all night, no oh. less. So tensions, oh, good. Oh, obviously, tensions. yeah, tensions, oh, yeah. cultural exchange. Yeah, so tensions and fights uh, begin happening on the regular with these sailors. I'm shocked. Yeah, racist sailors walking through here and fucking just being assholes and drunk. So um, the summer of 1943, tensions between thousands of white U.S. servicemen and Pachucas and Pachucos are running high. Lots of servicemen in the area um, see zoot suits as unpatriotic and that 
Uh, <laughs> I you can tell when I wrote these notes because it says servicemen see zoot suitors as unpatriotic and draft dodgers, and in the parentheses I said just like the president. <laughs> <laughs> but also fuck the draft. Yeah, yeah, fuck the I mean, draft. Sorry, and they see them as unpatriotic and draft dodgers, even though there are countless Mexican Americans fighting in the yeah. war, and a lot of the zoot suitors were teenagers and not even of age to go fight in said war. Yeah. Um. I mean, and then they would just go get segregated in the army. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. It's almost like the logic of these racist white guys made no sense and really was not found in factual information no. at all. Yeah. So, one year before the actual riots we're talking about take place, you have the Sleepy Lagoon murder trial. And basically, um, Sleepy Lagoon was a rural... I don't know how to say that word correctly. Reservoir, east side of L.A. Rural? Rural? Uh, something like that. So it's a popular swimming hole for Mexican-Americans because they're banned and if, from segregated public pools. If you are on a jury in a rural community, what kind of juror are you? A uh, rural juror. <laughs> <laughs> um, so August 2nd, 1942, a brawl breaks out in your sleepy lagoon. Um, where a man named Jose Diaz is... Sleepy Lagoon? Yeah. What a great place to start. Yeah, this. honestly. Yeah. I love it. Um, a man named Jose Diaz is beaten unconscious and mortally injured, and he dies shortly after being taken to the hospital. Um, it's inconclusive death, even though it shows major There's blunt like force trauma. Marks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, major blunt force trauma to the back of his head, and authorities blame the death on, quote, Mexican youth gang, the Mexican youth gang problem in L.A. The youths. <laughs> yeah, so the following days, police round up 17 Mexican-Americans, and I'm sorry if I'm talking fast. I There's a lot to He's go over here. Yeah, there's a lot to go over here, and I don't want to cut into Goose's time. Um, like we're on a time crunch or something. I mean, no. yeah. So um, the following days, police round up 17 American uh, Mexican-American teens that are, quote, associated to a so-called 38th Street gang, which it wasn't a gang. It was just some kids who hung out together. Like That's, that's, what, gang? that's what it was. <laughs> a yeah. group of yeah. Mexican children yeah. to the government? <laughs> yeah. That's a gang. Yeah. Um, a group of white children, that's just choir practice. So, um, <laughs> fucking, yeah. Bunch of greasers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those like boys are clearly here to yeah. flicking coins, dude, and, like, snapping at people. Um, so, so lack of sufficient evidence, um, uh, sorry, there is lack of sufficient evidence to charge these kids with this crime, uh, but they're charged anyway, uh, for the murder of Diaz because, well, racism, obviously. Um, they're known as the Sleepy Lagoon Defendants. There are a lot of misleading articles put out in the paper, in the press, and uh, um, basically saying there's a gang problem, these kids are in a gang, blah, 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 blah. Media newspapers are pushing this awful narrative. It's not looking good for them. Uh, police begin sweeping Mexican-American neighborhoods and arresting tons of Mexican-Americans. God, Spe- like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, specifically Jesus. targeting... targeting um, uh, Zoot suitors and people who had draft cards with incorrect addresses and all that bullshit. Um, so cops will line up outside dance halls and like uh, use Bro. use pokers and razor blades to rip the zoot suitors like trousers, like the peg on the top of their trousers and stuff like that. Why? Um, because they're fucking. Just, that's so right. petty. Yeah, it's that's dude, unbelievable. It's, it's ridiculous. We gotta go ruin those kids' yeah. pants. Yeah, yeah. So uh, media, <laughs> for the white yeah. culture. <laughs> I don't understand. for the whites, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, man. I went up all those kids. I ruined all their yeah. pants. I ruined like, all their you, suits, brother. Ruined all their suits. Um, so media is still pushing this racist narrative, never supported by facts or statistics. Um, 
basically, statistics, real statistics at the time showed that there was no increase in youth crime at no. all, I mean, ever. No. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, of course not. So, uh, press refers to these zoot, zoot suitors as, quote, Mexican goon squads. Um, and distribute false stories of... I feel like it's a New York Times Yeah, uh, no, no, <laughs> 100%. Mean? Um, they distribute false stories of Mexican-Americans prowling in, quote, wolf packs to attack innocent white bystanders. Good God. Dude, the fucking... I think, like, we hear a lot about, like, how racist it was back then, but I still don't think, like, we can even fathom, no. like... And, like, racism is obviously still very apparent today. Like, racism is still a fucking big issue today. I was literally but, like, just back watching then, dude, a YouTube video of a British YouTuber going to Harrison, Arkansas, to find that clan leader, because Harrison was that town that was, like, the most racist yeah, in America. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, alive and well. That's fucking... It was yeah. funny, because he was from the UK, and he's, like... It's like a sociological report on this like third world country. Yeah, and I was like, it's dude, Arkansas, yeah. just like right over there. That <laughs> was like our neighbor, Arkansas. dude. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, when the trial comes up, despite no liable evidence, the sleepy the sleepy lagoon trials go on trial. Uh, go to trial in October of 1942. No one can put defendants near the victim. They can't even place them at the scene. Uh, judge. Um. Uh, bu- 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 Judge Frick, who is overseeing the trial, permits Chief of Foreign Relations Bureau of L.A. Sheriffs to testify as expert witnesses who say, quote, Mexicans as a community have a bloodthirst and oh, biological predisposition to crime and killing because of the culture of human sacrifice practiced by their Aztec <laughs> ancestors. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bro, like, how do you sit there and, like, say something like that? And, like, That's some Harry Ansley yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Right and, like, you say something like this, and it doesn't sound like it sound. It doesn't sound. Like bullshit coming like, out of your also, mouth. Also, you if you know you want to claim white superiority, okay, you guys were Vikings. Yeah, you guys were Christopher Columbus. There you go. Yeah, you know, like you, you were rapers and pillagers uh-huh. too. Like fuck you. What the fuck? And the, that you was way sucked. more recent than the yeah, Aztecs. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? It's fucking the the shit that happened during this whole thing is goddamn. It's uh, insane. Dude, Looney it's, Tunes. You know, it's, it, it might as well fucking be it's racist crazy. Looney Tunes. Um. It's everybody looking for a fight. Like, motherfucking, leave it alone. And and forcing already marginalized communities to suffer more. Um, So, uh, then I, yeah, so just racist bullshit, and then I wrote, as if white people don't have a long history of violence, like, get the fuck out of here. Um, So, January 13th, 1943, three defendants are uh, convicted of first-degree murder and given life. Nine defendants convicted of second degree, mur- second degree murder, given five to life, and other defend other five defendants All are people? yes, okay. of course. Uh, five other defendants are convicted of assault. Um, so after this case, lots of hate towards the Mexican American community starts to pick up but tenfold. Obviously, the person who died was Mexican, right? Yeah, uh, like but not a sailor. No, I don't. Be- I don't believe so. Everybody's so. mad that. The supposedly Mexican gangs killed the Mexican person? Uh, look up Sleepy Lagoon Trial while I go through this. I don't okay. think he was a sailor. I feel like I would have wrote that. No, yeah. Um, I'm just like, yeah. why would they, I guess in that situation, care? That, I, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I understand, yeah. Because, um, I mean, the dude's name was... Yeah, I see it. Um, I don't think he was a sailor. No. Yeah, he was another Mexican-American. Two stab wounds and a broken finger. Very weird. Yeah, very, very weird. Um, So, 
Blah, 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 blah. Where was I? Um, hold on, I got a burp. Excuse me. Um, did that, so the defendants are convicted. After this case, lots of hate starts coming, excuse me, towards the Me- Mexican-American community again. Um, so because of this, this narrative that's being pushed that these Mexican-Americans are destroying our city, fucking, you know, the bloodthirsty... U.S. servicemen from other fucking states start streaming into SoCal and to prepare for war against zoot suitors and the Mexican-American community. Who did you say was annoying? White supremacists. Oh, I thought you said your sister. I was like, I don't know what that has to do with this, but like, all right. (laughs) No, I'm just... Yeah, they're the worst. They always have to go somewhere. Fuck off. Stay the fuck home, dog. Can you ruin your own tiny little piece of shit backwater garbage hole? We're being persecuted. Fucking... And they're like, you know, like with all this abortion shit... They're like, you can't leave our state to go somewhere else to get help. I'm like, you are the worst. Literally the worst. Uh, and and if I were to come up to you and be like, I don't like it here, you'd be like, leave. And uh, I'm trying, please bro. Let me, Holy bro. fuck. Uh, oh my God. So these servicemen, these racist pieces of shit, are young, full of hate, and fresh out of boot camp with a lot of pent up anger. Um, and they fully believe they are doing their country a service by being racist assholes. So only in a lot it, of ways they're kind of right to you know what I mean like to their America like yeah, they to, are oh yeah their version I mean? of America yeah. yeah I get that I like get that. that's the worst part about yeah. it is a bunch of people fucking definitely supported them they're like thanks like the Freedom Convoy yeah. you know what I mean they're oh, like yeah, oh yeah, thanks yeah. brother you defended us regular Fuck regular off. fucking uh, Americans were like yeah you're doing your country a service like you were scared thank you for I your service they yeah were right. yeah I was like hold on a minute <laughs> we might have to restart. <laughs> Oh, uh, no, uh, yeah. So, um, uh, la, 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 ba, 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 ba. so only a week prior to the Zoot Suit riots, number, uh, there are a number of Mexican-Americans uh, dancing at the Aragon Ballroom, and they're attacked by a mob of American servicemen after rumors spread of a sailor being stabbed, even though there were no facts to back it up. Someone just said, I think someone stabbed a sailor here. So Let's they go all, kick some yeah, Mexican. Yeah, what dude, is yeah, happening? Dude, literally the fucking, the worst. So, after a brawl, the brawl, police think the only way to settle it, settle this is to arrest is it with violence? all the Mexican-Americans that are in the area at the time. LAPD officers say, quote, the only thing we could do to break it up is to arrest the Mexican kids. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that's all we could do. I, dude, and and like you know, you know, we talk it's such about, a narrow lens yeah, they yeah, see the world yeah. through. You know, we talk about like, oh, you know, our parents went through a bunch of trauma, and that's why they raised us not well. Like, I can only imagine like the trauma that like these teenagers that were like being discriminated, like, like the state, dude, yeah, the yeah. state and the police, yeah, being, where the monopoly of violence being exists. discriminated against by not that's just insane. the country that you are born in the your home country but like the people of it and the people that are supposed to protect you i can only fucking imagine you know why we won't ever know anything about that because we were born as fucking white kids but like bro that shit is heartbreaking unbelievable yeah so these um as if we arrest the mexican kids these are teenagers um who are rebelling they get into trouble there are some looking for fights but no reason to be discriminated against because you know they fucking they're kids you know they're teenagers so um during this time, there is uh, hold on. What is it? I'm looking for five hundred screaming because we all went through it. Um, so during this time, it's wartime effort basically. So a lot of cops are away at war, um, and there is fear among civilians. Uh, 
you know, that now have like, you know, both parents are working now or the dad's away at war and the mom's yeah. working. Um, so there's like teenagers running around everywhere. Civilians are fucking scared because the cops are all at war. Like, it's just like not good. Like the city's not this doing not well. good. Yeah. Not good so, at all. You said this is L.A.? Yeah, yeah. Very L.A. story. Very L.A. story. LA, Very L.A. Dude, story. Uh, dude, I feel like we had... So we had the missing kid story. That was the L.A. police being the worst. Mm-hmm. And they were a gang. And I thought we had another one about the L.A. police, but I'm kind of blanking on it. Uh, I swear. We, you know what I'm talking about? So there was the, the changeling, right? Yeah. About the yeah. Changeling. Yes. And then... Fuck, man. I know there is another L.A. police story that we were... I'll have to look through my episodes real quick. But, yeah, I'm just like... Dude, especially back then, like, the L.A. police were just, like, an unbelievable crime faction. Oh, dude, yeah. Just, like... They were organized Full on the mafia. Yeah. So, um, like I said, it's wartime effort. Lots of cops are away at war. Uh, Civilians are becoming scared that, you know, they don't have the protection they used to. Uh, A lot of households have both parents working. So this is the first time teenagers are running around all over the place pretty much free to do whatever the fuck they want. Which is always Uh, a recipe for success and happiness. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Um, So records show, since there was that whole narrative like youth crime being on the rise and like Mexican-Americans. do the crime. Yeah, they're already, you know, know they're already putting it on you. Um, so police records show that there is no escalation. There was no escalation in juvenile delinquency, uh, no worse than it had been, and no increase in youth crime. And it's like, so like the police have the records, right? So they can just look and be like, oh, actually nothing's happening. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? But so, they're like, no, it's crazy out um, there. Will you grab my vape juice that's on my desk and you right know, there? Uh, it took a long time. but It's behind the Coke can. Oh. I yeah. Um, the cult season. Good. Did it? People ended up really liking it. Maybe yeah. maybe people are catching back up because I've I, I, there's a few people that have been like, hey, I'm catching up right now. Blah 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 blah. I haven't been able to listen in a minute. <laughs> the Colts uh, one was I like that season. Dude, I love a lot. that season. I'm sure that's another. season. That was I think one of our to. primo seasons. To yeah, be honest, I think that's another season we can definitely go back to because there's we're not short of any cults. It's just a lot of research. It that yeah, was a, a research ton of research, dude. But I I really liked it. I learned a lot of stuff. Honestly, Same. I thought. I, I became Loki obsessed with happy science. I thought it was so Dude, happy science is crazy. So fucking Fucking funny. crazy. And we got all that cool Heaven's Gate stuff. Oh, yeah. That was really neat. Uh, anyway. So, tensions now are high. Uh, as The sight of a zoot suit is enough to piss people off. Um, altercation. There's an altercation in June of that year between uh, a sailor and a pachuco, and this sailor gets his shit rocked. Just gets his ass beat by this dude. Just fucking kicks nice. the shit out of him, uh, which is probably Had well to be deserved. Done. Yeah. Um, that following night, um, June third, fifty sailors leave the uh, the armory school with makeshift weapons, and they want revenge. They go to the Carmen Theater in downtown L.A. and they turn the house lights on in the theater. Um, they roam the they roam around the the theater through the seats looking for zoot suiters, and they find two boys ages twelve and thirteen. They drag them on stage. They beat the shit out of them and and rip their clothes off. So strip them down and set their suits on fire. Um, okay. Well, and at granted, least it was just their suits. Yes, yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah. was like, oh no. So um. So at the time, like people aren't cool with it. Like they're they're like you know fucking protesting this, but there's so many of these fucking sailors. Like you know they can't really do a whole lot about it. And this starts the zoot suit riots. 
Um, the next night, 200 sailors grab a fleet of taxis who, by the way, the taxi drivers waive their fee for nice. transport. Hell yeah. Yeah. And they take the fight to the Mexican-American neighborhoods in East L.A. Sick. So they're getting free racist rights. That's it, dude. Unbelievable. It, uh, it is fucking... Un- dude, I don't know, man. Dude, the it, whole country so top to bottom. And yeah. I'm like, that shit was only, you know... Three, two grandpas ago. Yeah, yeah, That's, which is crazy to me. And I love people who are like, it's just festive. racism doesn't exist in today. Like, bro, you're... That, that's you're, probably the most racist shit yeah, you could say to Yeah, me, you're honestly. like, your grandpa was... Yeah, probably like your yeah, grandpa. Yeah, was a white supremacist, dude. Like, fuck. Um, so, these racist, 200 racist sailors grab the, the fleet of 20 taxis, wave their fee, take the fight to the Mexican-American neighborhoods in East L.A. They storm into bars, cafes... Theaters, nowhere is safe. Violence continues on the night of June 4th and 5th. Uh, violence against Mexican-Americans and zoot suitors continues. Servicemen beginning targeting. At first, they were just kind of targeting zoot suitors. Now, they target anyone of Mexican descent. Anyone who maybe looks like they could be Mexican. They're like, nope, Jesus we're, we're going Christ. after him. So, on, the, on June 5th, and this isn't just happening. Um, oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Backtrack that. Scratch that. June 5th, a group of uh, musicians from El Paso, represent, are assaulted while leaving the Azteca recording studio. Racist press encourages this violence, basically, um, uh, encourages this violence. Uh, They express, like, uh, uh, Hearst Owen Herald. I can't. I didn't write down who that was, but I'm pretty sure. Herald is one of the new. Oh, yeah, I I think so. I think so. Um, they express, they published a story that warned, oh my God. So they published this story that says 500 Zooters plan to kill every cop they come across, which isn't <laughs> How could true. That be a story? Dude, yeah. What did you ask? Oh, 500 yeah, so people? Where's your source? Like, yeah. like there's, what the fuck who are you the talking fuck did you about? Talk to? Um, so LA times applauds these servicemen and the, and, uh, servicemen, which who are basically rioters. Uh, for teaching the Zoot Suiters a lesson, a lesson, but they never publish anything talking about the white mobs being the aggressors. So basically, they say, "Good for you for teaching these rioters a lesson." When the white dudes are the people that are rioting, um, so an LA paper prints a guide on how to quote de-zoot a Zoot Suiter, a Zoot Suiter, showing them how oh. to cut their suit off of them and stuff fuck. like that. Yeah. Reporter uh, for the city's Black Weekly newspaper uh, called the California Eagle, I believe, um, Charlotta Spears Bass. She writes a. Let me make sure that's right. These notes are kind of dude. These are these, these notes are hard to read. Uh, you did a bad job. Dude, back when I didn't know how to write left? notes. Uh, I'm almost done. Um, Charlotta. Uh, Make sure this is her name. Cause she, I couldn't find it. Charlotta Bass. I don't think we had another one where we talked about the LAPD. Do we it. not? I, I swear. It. The LAPD sucks, bro. They do. Um, yeah, Char- uh, Charlotta Spears Blast. So she is a reporter for a uh, weekly black newspaper. Um, she writes a piece blasting mainstream newspapers for race baiting and calls for black readers to stand with Latinos. Um, there is camaraderie, the zoot suitor stand, uh, basically because this the zoot really suitors, race dude, it is it's like a hundred percent. So the, 
uh, black community is standing with the Zoot Suiters because the Zoot Suiters are basically are borrowing that Zoot, like the Zoot Suit from black culture. Um, and this, like, and, you know, like, Teen Rebellion brings them together. Um, so they, you know, the, the black community is standing with the Mexican-American community now. And yeah, if there's anything that racists are fucking scared of, yeah, uh, it's, it's the, those the who that they're doing. Yeah, right it's, it's the it's those who are tired of being kicked while they're down, banding together and getting revenge. That fucking scares racist people. Racist people Dude. are scared of being treated the way they treat other people. Mm-hmm. So... June 7th, a crowd of 5,000 civilian soldiers from stations as far as Las Vegas, they have traveled here. They all come to L.A. to, quote, fight this fight. Uh, They began beating up every zoot suitor they could find. They were stopping streetcars and going into shops and dragging people out of them and just beating them in the street. Uh, Any, and and it, it went from, it went from, just Mexican Americans and zoot suiters and, and people of Mexican descent to also doing it to the black community as well, because the black community was where zoot suits started. Yeah. So any, uh, Mexican or black person they could find, they drug them out from wherever they were and beat the shit out of them. Uh, so LAPD is like, you know what? We got to put a stop to this. This is too much. That's our thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> stop taking all our blood. Oh, we do that. I'm, I'm just kidding. They're arresting the ones being beaten. Yeah. Uh, no. For, quote, disturbing the I was the actually piece. really surprised. Yeah. That's yeah. They yeah. Were yeah. Say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They're even worse than I could so, have imagined. So, um, rioting spreads to predominantly black neighborhoods. Latino youth begin banding together with African-American residents to fight back. Hundreds gather, and they start mounting a resistance. There is a Coke plant on Central Avenue, and that's where they meet. So, Rudy Lievos tells LA Times reporter, quote, Toward evening, we started hiding in alleys. We sent about 20 decoys into the street. They started attacking the decoys. Then they came out, or and then we came out. They were surprised. It was the first time any of us were organized enough to fight back. Um, so, this starts this. There's like fucking hundreds of people from the marginalized communities fighting against these rioters. Uh, and, you know, they're beating the shit out of them because fucking... Gotta be done. Yeah, gotta you got just gotta be done. So police arrest dozens of Mexican Americans, and when they ask why they're being arrested, they're just the shit gets beat out of them. Uh, um, like like teenagers, like like teenagers, because all the fucking adults are off fighting in the war. Um, so midnight on June eighth, the Navy and Marine Corps finally intervene to try to restore order. Order. They don't. Yeah. Beat the. The riots last until June tenth, though. Uh, their what position. Day they step in, you said this was. Uh, I'm trying to see. Hold on. So when the you said it June seventh was oh. the crowd so it took when they all days. rolled in. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Okay. Um. So uh, because this this happens like throughout. Because like w- the initial start of the um riots were uprisings uprisings yeah well, well no the the riots well, oh, of, uh, yeah, yeah the yeah. riots of those pieces of shit yeah um. I think it's June 3rd is when it started. Either June 3rd or June 2nd. I'm not scrolling all through my notes. I love that your little belt is 22 slots. Dude, I know. It's 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 cute. It's real cute. (laughs) Um, So basically, I'm almost done. Hold on. Uh, So they're arrested. They beat the shit out of these servicemen, though, and then police show up. They're like, you can't can't hurt white people and arrest (laughs) them, basically. Um, So on June 9th, uh, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. When the Marine Corps and the Navy stepped in, they said their position was that their servicemen were acting in self-defense. Um, They're in La- they were from Las Vegas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they drove all the way to L.A. 
because they were defending themselves. Yeah. Um, so, but, 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 June 9th, LA City Council passes regulation that it is, quote, illegal to wear a zoot suit on city streets. All right. Because that's how you fix the issue. We solved crime. Yeah, we, we, we've solved crime. We outlawed crime. their pants. Yeah. <laughs> so, War Production Board, who oversees industrial manufacturing, puts a ton of guidelines uh, like, you know, Fucking manufacturers have to make suits with 26% less fabrics, so a zoot suit cannot be made. <laughs> Some fucking Dude. army nerd calculating how yeah, much pants they can remove yeah, to yeah, be yeah. racist. So no reported, there were no reported no. deaths through this riot, this, this riot oh, and uprising. Yeah. Um, but more than 150 people are injured and police arrest. Way over, less than yeah, I uh, uh, This is just like Dude, the Cold yeah, Wars yeah. again. Dude. Um, so over 600 Mexican Americans are arrested, and their charges range from rioting to vagrancy, and only a handful of servicemen are arrested. Uh, so whoever the cops are that arrested those servicemen, fuck, like those guys were heroes. Yeah, yeah, fucking, I, I, I yeah, good as for you, but LA also PD you're letting be. your fucking oh. I mean, what can they do, dude? Yeah, you true. know, like, it is a gang. Yeah, it is very You're doing true. your Especially part, back then. Like, oh, it's still yeah. a gang now, but, like, back then, it was like, you didn't have to hide it. No, yeah, yeah. they had full-on hit squads. Yeah, oh, fucking 100%. It's crazy. Um, so... Wow. Sir, Everybody just dusts up. Dude, yeah. You know? We got, they got some fucking hate out of the mm-hmm. system. Or probably into it. Yeah, 100%. Ultimately. So yeah. after response uh, to a formal protest from the Mexican embassy, commi- there's a committee made to determine the cause of the riots. Uh, racism is to blame, as well as the press pushing racist narratives. Mayor Fletcher Barron uh, is intent on preserving the image um, of L.A., declares that the Mexican juvenile delinquents and racist white Southerners are the cause, claims racial prejudice. Oh, it was both sides. Yeah, yeah. Claims, a, claims that racial oh. prejudice would not become an issue in L.A. <laughs> so it is yeah. an issue. Um, an American activity committee says that zoot suitors were, uh, Oh yeah. There was like this claim that the zoot suitors were sponsored by like some Nazi agency attempting to spread Nazi propaganda. <sighs> you know, uh, but like nothing comes out of that. Like, which also they, doesn't make sense. Yeah. I, the whites. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, that's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so the sleepy, uh, but the sleepy lagoon defense committee is committee is made. And by 1944, they raise enough money to bring the case to the second district court of appeals. They overturn the verdicts due to lack of evidence, uh, over lack of evidence. Oh, evidence. You need, yeah. That's hey, you right. need you that. You need that. Yeah. Bro, I mean, you can't blame that him. That guy said Law it. Law was real new back then. That guy yeah, said it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, due to lack of evidence, overt bias of Judge Frick, and uh, counsel rumors that a former uh, Pachuca's brother is responsible for Jose Diaz's death. So, what I was looking at is that the ultimate cause of Jose Diaz's death is a mystery to this day. We, we don't really know for sure. Nobody knows who did it. Who did it. No. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, two stab wounds and a broken finger is uh-huh. weird as hell. That's weird as hell. My assumption, uh, with my no detective knowledge, would be <laughs> that he broke one Which of his is fingers. A detective yeah. in the twenties, yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, dude. <laughs> uh, is that he possibly broke one of his fingers by punching somebody, or like in the fight, or like he went down and someone stepped on his hand? I don't know. And then yeah. that dude stabbed him. Yeah, yeah. Two stabs and a death is yeah. pretty nuts, dude. Honestly, I mean, yeah, like people get stabbed thirty, yeah, they hundred times. Yeah, that we talked about. Yeah, he got stabbed yeah. like a hundred something times. Facts he must that have, I keep yeah. in my brain. Yeah, <laughs> he must have hit him with. He must have stabbed him somewhere like fatal, surgical. Like, like, yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, fucking. That so was, those are the only dudes who died in that whole thing. Yeah, or Jose Diaz is it literally the only person, and that's the story of a bunch of racist dude. fucking servicemen and the news and the news and the police and the police. 
And the government. Yeah, the yeah, government. Uh, yeah. The government, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So Wow. That's crazy. That I know that was long. I'm sorry. That was insane. really long. But it's an insane story. Mine won't be so long. That's though. fine. Um, uh, mine... Hold on. I just drank a bunch of cherry there Coke Zero. Uh, the so cherry Coke Zero. The disaster I'm covering is multi-leveled, and as you'll learn, it spans the entire world. So I'm going to start at the beginning and, and fan out from there. And All the right. disaster is known commonly as the year without a summer. Oh, yeah, I remember you saying you are yeah. going this, yeah. So uh, the beginning of the, our story starts with an explosion. Um, this is now out of date, these notes. Really? I wrote these two weeks ago. I said this was the second most powerful terrestrial explosion on the planet in the last 2,000 years. Wrong! Really? We found out just this week that the Tonga explosion in 2021 that was underwater was the biggest explosion that's ever been on Earth. Oh, shit. Isn't that insane? It was, dude, I was like, I was talking to Reagan about it because I was like, do you understand how fucking lucky we were? Yeah. That that was underwater? Like, if that thing had been above ground, like, it would have been apocalyptic. We, like, we... We would be, it'd be dark. It'd be insane. Dude, that's fucking... So, yeah, I didn't even... I don't know why I, like, completely forgot about the Tonga eruption. I mean, because it was underwater, it didn't really... I mean, it was loud. Yeah. It it made... One of the the waves of the sound... Yeah. Traveled to Earth four times. Four fucking times. For real? Yeah. It was that powerful. That's fucking insane. It was the most powerful explosion. I was just what, like, uh, sh- what would happen if you were like there when that happened? Like, oh, you'd you were be just like, dude, you, yeah, you would be, the pa- the pressure wave would turn you into mist. That's so weird. So yeah, I, I would just I was thinking about this. I was like, holy shit, that's all we just found out that that's not true anymore. So now the third most powerful terrestrial explosion on the planet in the last two thousand years is the start of our story. It was the eruption of Mount Tambora. And at the time, obscure volcano in Indonesia. Okay. I call it at the time because Indonesia was actually famously very hard to map, and it t- and like the first expedition to map had like dozens of casualties. Is it oh just because of how difficult the terrain it's, is? Yeah, incredibly difficult. Damn. That's why they have Indonesia has like over a thousand different languages in their tiny little island because they're like they're fuck so that. they yeah, never we're see not, each other. Yeah, we're yeah. not going anywhere. We're stuck in yeah. this ravine forever. We think it's like it's like that. Uh, People who settled in Colorado, like they got to Colorado and saw the mountains and were like, fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) Kansas City. So, yeah, Mount Tambora was a volcano 13,000 feet tall located in the island of Sumbawa and had only erupted three times prior in a 25,000 year history. It would pour lava, but it wouldn't like erupt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The volcanic explosion index factors use the volume of ejected material to determine the intensity. So, like, how much shit it throws in the air is how powerful the explosion is. The scale is logarithmic, like, what's the other one that we use? Decibels? Yeah. Where it goes up by 10 every point, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, ranges from zero to seven, which is, uh, the actual words are gentle to mega colossal. (laughs) Isn't that cool? Gentle to mega Mega colossal. Um, The uh, Mount St. Helens eruption was the second largest U.S. volcanic eruption, and it was a five on this scale, launching over a cubic kilometer of material into the air. Mount Tambora was a seven, a mega colossal, Holy launching shit. over 100 cubic kilometers of rock. God it was, damn. It is the equivalent of an 800 megaton explosion. That's fucking bananas, <laughs> That's dude. what I was saying. The Tonga explosion was more. I'm like, we got so lucky yeah, that didn't just happen to us again. <laughs> that was almost a world-ending event. <laughs> or like yeah. definitely yeah. slowing it down for yeah. a bit. Imagine COVID ends, but then we're like in a two-year volcano winter. Fuck. Yeah, God um, That's insane, though. So the explosion not only took off the top 4,000 feet of the volcano, 
but it instantly killed 10,000 of the island's residents. Holy As shit. It, yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, it sent flows of lava down its slopes at over 100 miles per hour into the sea over 25 miles away and can be heard around the world, uh, obviously. Uh, there were reports of it like over 2,000 miles away that they heard several large booms, which is just the coolest fucking... Dude, it's like the fucking Oomph Train disaster where someone 95 miles yeah. away saw it go out. This is like, way further, Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, this caused ash to rain down for weeks, uh, so heavy that the weight crushed people's homes hundreds of miles away. Like, there was... It's like I, snow. I'm like, like yeah. You just can't imagine a whole mountain turning into snow yeah, yeah, yeah. and then raining. Because you're like, it's just, now it's light. It's flying yeah, through the air. Destroying your But house. it was a mountain, yeah. so it's going to weigh as much as a mountain. Fuck, man. Uh, it poisoned all of the water supplies and blocked out enough sun to kill the crops, leading the death leading to the deaths of seventy to 100,000 people in nearby Sumbawa and Lombok from starvation. So, I mean, block that. Again, we that could have just happened yeah, to us yeah. last year. It sounds like biblical ancient yeah. shit, you know? <laughs> uh, the eruption actually lasted until July, spewing record amounts of sulfur dioxide into the atmosphere. In the atmosphere, a single kilogram of sulfur negates the warming of hundreds of thousands of kilos of CO2 because it, it reflects it back in the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. Um, this put 50 million tons of kilos... That's how they described it. So fifty million uh, yeah, tons 50, of kilos. Yeah, so like unbelievable amount of weight, along with ash particulate that circled the globe and reflected incoming sunlight. Um, the this had massive effects on the ecosystem all over the world. It caused the global average temperature to drop up to one point three degrees Fahrenheit. It's like point nine Celsius. Uh, this also happened to coincide with the tail end of the mini ice age that we were suffering from extra low sun activity, oh. which is crazy, yeah, dude. That's a, so. Um, it's crazy that these events like happened. I like, know. They're like, like this isn't. I like, mean, it doesn't like happen to us right yeah, now. It's so like we're it, like that's old. Yeah, Amer- that's not, old world stuff. Yeah, it's not like a doomsday scenario when it's like this could happen. It's like that happened. It like, just happened. Yeah, people went through that. China and Tibet saw a significant drop in temperature that killed their crops and livestock. It was this same event that caused the temperature drops in the northeast United States that killed the corn crop of Joseph Smith, plunging his family into hardship, starting his life of treasure hunting. Started the Tied Mormons, back, dude. Yeah. dude. See, I was telling you this tied back to one of our back, old dog. seasons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, it was our cult season because the Mormons are a cult. A cult. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I was like, damn. A volcano started Mormonism. Yeah. <laughs> Did have a lot in common with Scientology. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, yeah, uh, this year, the year it snowed in the Northeast on the 4th of July. Uh, like, that's how fucked up Damn. it was. Yeah, it fucking... The, the crop effects were so bad that Thomas Jefferson had to get a loan after losing most of his crop. Which, I don't care. He's a yeah, slave owner. Yeah. Eat my boss. Fuck him. Um, it was commonly referred to as backwards weather at the time. Everybody's just well, out there in the middle of the summer yeah. looking at a foot of snow on their fields. And they're like, God damn, backwards yeah, weather. Say, how's, the backwards re- how's the backwards weather treating you, Johnson? Oh, it's fucking snowy out here. Left yeah. and right. Um, it snowed in New York in June. It froze a river in Pennsylvania in August. And it frosted in as low as Virginia in the summer, too. Dude, Which is that's just fucking crazy. Insane. The crops failing caused mass migration, which was a big factor that led to the statehood of Indiana and Illinois in 1818. Uh, the estimated that twice the normal amount of people left Vermont in 1816 and 1817, um, 10 to 15,000 years, or 10 to 15,000 people that had taken seven years to accumulate, um, all left, including Joseph Smith. 
many of these people moved to the burned over district, which we talked about in our Mormon episode, which was um, also became a center for anti-slavery sentiments because that was where like the religious anti-slavery uh, stuff built oh, in the Northeast. Yeah. Um, so we can thank the volcano for stopping racism in America. <laughs> Single-handedly, dude. <laughs> um, this happened during Europe's recovery after the Napoleonic Wars, and the timing could not have been worse. Uh, like I said, there was a mini fucking ice age. Yeah, happening. They just had a war, and uh, food insecurity was rampant after all the destruction, and crop yields failed all over the world. Ireland suffered a famine that started a typhus wave that killed over 65,000 Irish people and infected Joseph Smith as a baby. No shit. Causing Dude, his issues. The callbacks. Isn't that insane? Yeah, the callbacks. Um, because of this happening during the mini... He wasn't actually a baby, just for the timeline, if that guy's, doesn't make sense to you guys, because he was like a young child yeah. when he got typhus. Um, that's what caused his leg issues. That's why he limped and felt impotent and started a cult. Volcanoes. As one does. Um, because of this happening during the mini ice age, food prices rose all over Europe for the next year, and they're some of the worst in years. Historians call it the last great subsistence crisis of the West. I think it's very optimistic. I think it's our most recent yeah. subsistence crisis. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how people are like, oh man, this is the hottest year ever. I'm like, actually, this is the coldest year yeah. of the decade, brother. It's Fucking, only going to get hotter. That's so crazy. Um, the effects of the eruption were limited to just the Northern Hemisphere because of how the air circulates around the equator. It keeps the sulfur trapped in the Northern Hemisphere alone. Damn. So the North was cold and starving and altogether miserable while the Southern Hemisphere just yeah. kept living it's like, fucking just life, fucking vibing, dude. Yeah, <laughs> Looks like it sucks up there, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Australia, I don't know if Australia even existed yet now that I think about it. Yeah, right? How old is Australia? I don't know. How old is Australia? Yeah, look that up. Jamie, pull that up. Yeah. <laughs> How old is Australia? Um, let's see. Australia is 117 years old. Oh, my God. This is, like, not around yet. Yeah. It, like, Wait, so... what? Really? That's what it says. Uh, as Australia a formal day, statehood? I guess, when did, um, when did they start the colony? What is Australia called before 1901? Australia became a nation on 1st of January 1901 when six British colonies... New South Wales, Victoria, Queensland, oh. South Australia, West Australia, and Tasmania united to form the Commonwealth of Australia. So that's when they became a country. Yeah. 1788 is when they started oh, the okay. penal yeah, colony. Yeah. So, yeah, they were probably like, man, Europe sucks. Yeah, <laughs> <Fuck> that, <laughs> Sounds dude. like a shithole yeah. right now. Um, the, so, on a more positive note, it did cause the sunsets to be really pretty. Oh, did it? Very Good. beautiful, yeah. Uh, Very nice. With, with all sulfur in the air, yeah. uh, it makes, uh, and paintings in the time show a redness in sunrise and sunset that did not exist in the times previously. Oh, shit. And, yeah, I know, isn't that crazy? There, I just read this book uh, called Termination Shock by Neil Stevenson. I'm always plugging Neil Stevenson on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because nobody listens to it, <laughs> and uh, the it, it's really good book for people like me. I don't think anybody else would like it, but it's like this climate change geoengineering book, and it's about like shooting sulfur into the atmosphere to uh, make it you know not climate change not fuck our butts all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they talk about it, the sunset everywhere being red and, and pretty sunsets. because of this. Yeah, that's this is like part of the history just, of it. Just because pretty sunsets. I mean, it does like, sound neat. Yeah, <laughs> um, sounds real cute. I, so that's like a thing that we see a lot in Kansas, but not everywhere has like really beautiful red sunsets. Yeah. So I didn't know that that was remarkable. I didn't know that either. I thought. Yeah. Not like everywhere. Yeah, but yeah, it's still, like the air and humidity and yeah, like having our big uninterrupted view of yeah, the sun. Yeah, fucking because there's nothing. Nothing. Just flatness. Just goddamn yeah. nothing. <laughs> um, see, 
Oh, yeah. The paintings show the redness in the sunrise, but also paintings made, like, after the eruption were pretty bleak. Uh, darker, colder, a little more despair, yeah. a lot of blacks and cold <laughs> colors. Like, it was... People were like, I'm pretty sad yeah. about missing summer this, this year. Yeah. <laughs> I got the SAD yeah. for, like, another whole year, I the guess. big sad. Uh, or seasonal affective disorder. Yeah, um, true. Two, oh yeah, Two Men by the Sea painting. That's what it was. Two Men by the Sea. That was a painting by Kaspar David Friedrich that is supposedly representative of the vibe of the time, and it just feels lonely. Oh, yeah. It feels pretty lonely. Yeah. I Actually, what I don't get is I see really different renditions of the colors in Google Images. Yeah. I don't know which one it used. So, That's But, fair. you know, bleak. Yeah, pretty fucking bleak. Um. See, according to long-held UK records, this was the single coldest uh, the single coldest July on record. The effect was fairly miserable, and so miserable, in fact, that when Lord Byron went on vacation with his soon-to-be wife Mary Wollstonecraft, they uh, shared scary stories inspired by the dark cold. Mary liked the vibe so much that it inspired her to write Frankenstein. No shit. Yeah. That's fucking Isn't crazy. Isn't that insane? That's the dude. I was like, this volcano did everything. Sometimes, sometimes I'm like, I think about how history has like correlated and I'm just like, this all can't be like, crazy. it can't be a coincidence. This is a simulation, dude. It's, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I was like, you know, covering this volcano and I was like, damn, the Mormons. Damn, Mary Wollstonecraft. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Dude, it's fucking uh, insane. That winter, uh, both Hungary and Italy reported brown snow from the ash, like nearly a full oh, year later. No way. And um, in 2004, a settlement had been found on the island about 25 miles from the volcano. And it was there that they'd found a small house that was under 10 feet of ash and pumice. Who the fuck was living in that thing? I mean, that was uh, the that was the island, you know, where all oh, these people yeah, were. Oh, that's, right, yeah, that's yeah. right, that's right, They yeah. just, uh, yeah. they, I mean, nobody lived there. It was yeah. just entombed, you know. Fucking. That's, 10 feet. So that's wonder, how much ash, like heavy rock. 10 you know? feet of ash. I would imagine they just showed up there and were like, I'm sure there's people down here somewhere. <laughs> there used digging. to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's the uh, Mount Tambora. Dude, that's year without insane. Summer. The callbacks, bro. It was. Yeah, yeah it that's... was a really neat fucking story. I was like, I didn't want to cover too many volcanic Volcanoes, eruptions. Yeah. Um, but I thought that one was pretty cool. That is, that, 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 that one is, is pretty cool. Badass. That's super sick. Yeah, and it is so big. Yeah, it's fucking huge. 100 cubic kilometers of rock. Like, like the equivalent of a small town. Yeah. Be, no, I, I mean fathom. even bigger. You I know? can't fathom. No, I can't even I seriously fathom cannot. that. It is turned to ash. Cannot even. And, fathom and that. every day, we live our lives, fly our airplanes, and look at our cell phones, and just hoping this doesn't. Yeah, happen doesn't again. happen again. And it, it just, almost and did. It absolutely yeah. will. Almost it just did. certainly will. We're close. It's fucking we're due for. Dude, I I just gotta like, you know, being in a pandemic really sucked, but. I was like, I lived through a pretty goddamn historic event. Yeah, yeah. And I, I gotta see a volcano. Yeah, much. at least That's once. That's crazy. Dude. Like, you uh, Imagine, because we had that one in Iceland that yeah. fucked up, like, air travel. Yeah. You know? Small. Like, I want a big... Erupt, but, like, don't kill me. But, like, no. give me something. I don't want, like, the... Which one is that? Yellowstone? Oh, Yellowstone. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't want that one, the caldera. Yeah, explode. I don't want an apocalyptic event, but I want a cool eruption, okay? Yeah. Just like simmer oh, a down. Big a, yeah, a big one. Yeah, a big one. We get a winter. We get some sad yeah. art. Everybody <laughs> chills again. We don't fly planes around. It's good for the environment. It's like resetting, yeah. resetting everything. Yeah. Hard It'd be good reset. for us. Yeah, it would. 
Probably um, not, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, definitely, probably not. Uh, yeah, sorry, <laughs> my was famine. I, sorry, I uh, uh, I apologize for mine being hella long. It and was also like I mean stumbling through 30, it a little bit. It was like thirty minutes, to thirty five to my twenty. Yeah, twenty five. Whatever. Yeah, and like uh, I uh, like I said, it, I took these notes. Next time I find something that I've already done notes Your on, I'm gonna notes, yeah. go back and you know retype Clean those out because that was bad. That I was... just finished my uh, season four notes today. Season uh, four, or not season four, four, episode four. There we go. I was like, we're already on season four. Actually, no, not finished, but it's gonna be at least. Uh, I think it'll be like a full two pages. Oh no, so shit. Okay, cool. Nice, yeah, nice. It's Fuck pretty yeah. crazy. Um, well, we will see you guys next time. Uh, also, I started this new thing that I'm doing on Twitch where I find, like, somebody who's got, like, zero views. Like, that's streaming to zero people, and we go in and we donate money to them, basically. Nice. So, basically, I, I donated $20 to this guy yesterday. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to set up a different PayPal or Cash App. And I'm gonna let people donate to that, and then we'll give That'll that money away yeah. to some, uh, just you know, someone, someone who's got like low viewership or whatever. You don't have an account name or anything. To, not yet, not but yet. just keep an eye out for that. Yeah. I'll plug it probably next episode or something on your Twitter and your Instagram and your Facebook yeah. and your TikTok, T- Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, Twitch. TikTok, and Twitch. So. Um, don't forget to rate, review, download, subscribe. Yeah. Uh, if you have any suggestions for seasons or any I you know suggestions for this season you want us to cover, you can send us an email at snackspacksmail at gmail.com Did you or check the mail today? you can hit us up on Instagram at snackspackspodcast. Uh no, hold on one sec. It's five years ago today that I met Absol, the rapper. Oh no shit. Yeah. Uh, Come on, this is what I looked like five years ago. You don't even look like the same person. No. Not at all. No, and I'm going to grow my hair out this year, so I'm not even going to look like this. Uh, how long are you going to grow it? Uh, as long as my Elden Ring character. So That's fair. Almost That's fair. to my shoulders. Um, so we have an email. I don't know if this person will just... I don't know if they want us to say our name. If you email us, let us know if you want us to yeah, say our name or not. Yeah, we always tell you guys yeah. to do that. We need um, that. So S says, hey, guys, I'm a newish listener, and I was wondering if you've heard of this. I recently watched the documentary Our Father on Netflix about Dr. Donald Klein. He used his own sperm to impregnate women without their consent. Ugh. There are 96 children and counting, and he did it as a member of the Quiverful Movement. Quiverful. Their motive- we the- talked about that. Did, did we? Yeah. Did we? They were part of the uh, gun episode that we because like there was the a bunch of crowns? Mormon there was a bunch of Mormon cults that made desert tech and stuff. Like oh that. right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, they were the cream pie fetishists. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, they said their motive is basically to secure the white race. Thought it would be interesting yeah. for the next cult. So yeah. Take care. Yeah. We already yeah, covered yeah, it. Yeah. Fucking. Uh, I mean, did we cover Quiverful in depth? Or? I mean, no. But when I was doing the research firm in the gun thing, they're. There, wasn't a whole episode's okay. worth. Yeah, I mean that that's pretty much the extent of it. They just want to make a lot of nice, babies. Nice. Yeah, I, I mean, mean if really uh, uh, fucking they said they're a newish listeners, so maybe they haven't gotten to our cults, um, or maybe they're starting here oh, yeah. and going back. Oh so yeah. Once you get to our cult season, no, that was that was the uh, fandoms episode. Is the last episode of the fandoms because I was talking oh, about that's guns. right. You're talking about guns. That's yeah. right. Yeah, get ready for that fucking mega season. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good one. <laughs> it's it's, a good it's one of our. It's one of our favorites. I am. I'm glad you guys mailed in though, and it's yeah, cool that real. it's a thing that we see. We have so many episodes now that we have enough shit. We could be like, oh yeah, we yeah, did talk about we that. did talk about that. We you remember that? Blah blah, that. blah blah blah. Um. So yeah, if you want to send us more mail, send it to snackspacksmail at gmail.com or you can DM 
the Instagram at and we'll Snacks plug Backs your Podcast. Stuff. Yeah, we'll, we'll you wanna, plug your name. Yeah, tell us to do it, and we'll fucking do it. So uh, we'll see you guys next week. Be safe, be kind to others, be kind to yourself. Love you so much. Uh, bye-bye.